This is the International Soccer Preview and we are Soccer Files Canada. Welcome to Series 17. We're looking at the squads of the 2023 Gold Cup. This episode is the full-length version for Canada's players. Here we go. Hello and welcome to the International Soccer Preview by Soccer Bells Canada. I'm Kevin and this is Series 17 on the players of the 2023 Gold Cup. This episode covers Canada's players. Uh, just a couple of notes before we begin. Uh, this media cast is actually in two parts. One is recorded in May and the other in June. Uh, the first is an overview of the candidates for the squad and our guess as to their likelihood in making the final squad. And the second part uh, is going to be added on after the squad lists are released. So this will let you know who among the candidates uh, that we went through actually did make the team. So uh, prior to this, for the World Cup and for other player podcasts, we did two separate podcasts uh, for those two parts, but we're combining them here. And uh, in the previous ones, we gave quite a lot of biographical information. Uh, if you want that for Canada's players, we recommend going back uh, to the ones done for the 2022 World Cup finals. So we kind of gave uh, kind of the full history of the players there. But this time we're aiming for a shorter version. So we'll just be focusing on their more recent participation. We will tell you what year they joined the team and the caps that they have. But um, we won't cover all the tournaments that they've been involved in. So let's take a look at uh, recent games and formations. So uh, we really only have the three World Cup games for Canada. And then they played two CONCACAF Nations League games in March 2023, uh, finishing out their Nations League season there. So, uh, and that's five different formations for those five games. So they started in the World Cup against Belgium with a 3-4-2-1 formation. So three defenders, um, six in the midfield and one attacker. Uh, but for the second game against Croatia, they went with four defenders and two attackers. And it's not that different for the game against Morocco. Um, it's a 4-4-1 formation, uh, as opposed to the 4-4-2 formation against uh, Croatia. So 4-4-1-1, uh, basically, instead of two forwards, it's one attacking midfielder and one forward. But the important pro part, uh, probably uh, the four defenders there. In the CONCACAF Nations League, I suppose the teams are a little bit uh, easier uh, than the World Cup teams they face. So they went back to three defenders. So a 3-4-1-2 against uh, Curacao, which makes sense. Curacao is a fairly weak team, and this is a very attacking formation. And uh, not that different, actually, at home to Honduras in the next game. Uh, it's a 3-5-2 formation. So instead of... Um, uh, one attacking midfielder, they pulled that midfielder back into a five-man uh, midfield. But still, three defenders, two attackers uh, for those games. So a, lot, a bit of mixing and matching there for Canada. Uh, maybe, um, in my opinion, maybe kind of um, tinkering a bit too much. But then uh, I do trust John Herdman as a manager, so I'm, uh, 
I'm, I'm a bit low to criticize and really I don't know well enough to say so. Okay, let's move on uh, to the manager. So we'll start going through the squad and uh, the manager, oh, I already wrote it there or, or pasted it in to the video. Uh, John Herdman is the manager for Canada. So he has been a manager since 2018. He managed the Canadians women's team before that uh, for seven years, and he's taken them through three cups. So ever since the Gold Cup in 2019, uh, all the way through the most recent World Cup in 2022, and he remains their, uh, their manager. Uh, despite losing all games, we, we uh, didn't hold that against him because um, he's been a wonderful manager for Canada. So we hope that he will stay with us. All right, let's move on to goalkeepers. So uh, we begin with definite candidate uh, Milan Borjan. Uh, Milan Borjan uh, is 35 years old and he's been with Canada since 2011. So he has 74 caps uh, and no goals. He is uh, with Red Star Belgrade in Serbia since 2017. And recently, uh, for the 2021 Gold Cup, he was given time off to recover. And so he didn't play in that cup, but he is basically their starter. He was before that, and he was for their 2022 World Cup, where he started and finished all three games. He also started both of their games in March, the CONCACAF Nations League games. Uh, that's their most recent game, so we have him as a definite candidate. Um, probably the second backup keeper, which I'll jump to here, is uh, Maxine Crepeau. Uh, but we currently have him as uh, injured. Uh, Maxime Crepeau is, um, was, is 29 years old, and he has been with Canada since 2016. Uh, 15 caps and zero goals. A bit of uh, uh, difficulty getting games over Milan Borjan. Uh, he's currently with Los Angeles FC in the USA since 2022. And I believe it was in the last game of their season uh, that he made a brave save and, and got injured. Uh, so he wasn't able to make it to the uh, World Cup in 2022. As mentioned, he was the starting keeper for the Gold Cup in 2021. And uh, he still struggles with that injury all the way to now, which is May 2023. So in the second part of the podcast, we may be able to give an update uh, on how he's doing. It was a fractured tibia uh, that he suffered. And uh, so right now he's not the backup keeper, but we'll we'll see uh, next month whether he is recovered. Um, so meanwhile we have uh, Claire, uh, sorry, Dane St. Clair as the likely um, as a likely candidate. He's 26 years old. He's been with uh, Canada just since 2021, or at least that's when he got his first cap. And he only has two caps here. Uh, but he was called up for the 2021 Gold Cup also, so he was the third string keeper there, and also uh, for the 2022 World Cup. So he's been around for a while, and uh, just like those cups, he he was called up for the March games, uh, the CONCACAF Nations League games, but was on the bench for both of those. But we think he will be uh, called up and, and probably be on the bench for this cup as well. A possible candidate is uh, Tom McGill. 
So uh, Tom McGill is 23 years old, uh, but he has no caps for Canada uh, yet. He plays for uh, Brighton in England and has done so since 2018, although he's been on loan uh, recently to a much smaller club, Crawley Town in England. And um, he hasn't participated in any cups, but he was uh, um, called up for the March games, probably because Crepo was injured. Uh, so he didn't start any of those two games, but was on the bench for both. So again, probably his participation will come down to whether uh, Maxim Crepo returns. Um, we have a couple of uh, possible but unlikely candidates, and I'm just going to mention them by name at this point. Um, uh, unless they're a possible candidate or higher. So we have uh, James Pantamas, uh, Thomas Hassel, and uh, those are possible but unlikely candidates. And then a candidate who seems to be off the squad in uh, Jason Ludweiler. So if those players come back into action, maybe we'll say more about them in the second half of the podcast. Uh, when we review these players in June. But, uh, yeah, we uh, don't want to go into too much detail here. So that's what we have for goalkeepers. And we'll move on to uh, defenders. And we'll start in the central defence. And interestingly, the uh, candidate, the only candidate we have as a definite there is uh, Scott Kennedy. Scott Kennedy is uh, 26 years old, but he only earned his first cap in uh, 2021. Uh, but he has since then 10 caps and uh, zero goals. He plays for John Regensburg in Germany, not a team I'm very familiar with. I think it's a pretty small team. Uh, he's been with them since 2020. And uh, I think they've wanted to use him more. Uh, he was uh, selected for the final squad for the 2021 Gold Cup, but was injured before the tournament and also missed the 2022 Gold Cup uh, due to a shoulder injury suffered in early November, so just about a month before the tournament there. So a bit unfortunate, but he has been called up for both of their games in March 2023 for the Nations League games. So again, uh, it seems like they want to use him if he's available. So we have him uh, as a definite candidate, mostly because he was called up for those two games. Um, sorry, next we have a likely candidate, Derek Cornelius. That's already uh, written in the graphic there. And uh, Derek Cornelius is uh, 20, just give me a moment here. Derek Cornelius is 25 years old and he's been with the team since 2018 and has 17 caps. So he recently uh, moved to uh, Malmo, which is one of the bigger clubs in Sweden. That was in 2023 and he was with the Vancouver Whitecaps for uh, three years before that. He was selected for the uh, 2002 World Cup. He hadn't been selected for the 2021 Gold Cup. Um, didn't make the final cut there, but he was selected for 2022, although he didn't see any action uh, on the bench for that tournament. However, he did start both games in uh, March 2023, and um, that's why we have him as a likely candidate. Now, you may be wondering uh, where the regular players are back there. And one of them is uh, Stephen Victoria. So we still have him as a likely candidate. He's a real veteran with the team. Uh, he's 36 years old, which is why we kind of think he may be um, 
on the way out because he's getting up there in age. Uh, he's been with Canada since 2016, has Stephen Vittoria, and has 39 caps and four goals. And he plays for Chavez in Portugal. So he's been involved in uh, most of their in all of their tournaments. No, most of them since 2017. He missed in 2019, and he was uh, a starter for the 2022 uh, World Cup. Uh, as far as the recent games, though, he only started one of the two games, and he wasn't selected for the others. So, um, it'd be interesting to know why. Uh, that happened, but it makes us now a bit uh, doubtful. And I, I would say his age is, is maybe the, the biggest doubt uh, about him. But we still have him as a likely candidate. Uh, however, the other World Cup defender, uh, central defender, Kamal Miller, uh, we have only as a possible candidate, and I'll tell you why shortly. Uh, Kamal Miller is um, 26 years old, and he's been with Canada just since 2019. Uh, but he has become a regular uh, since joining the team with 32 caps, and he's not a goal scorer, just uh, uh, hasn't scored a goal for us. Uh, he recently moved to Inter-Miami in the USA in 2023, having been with CF Montreal uh, for a couple of years before that and uh, he was a starter in the 2000 or in the 2022 uh, World Cup however he was not called up uh, for the March games for the CONCACAF Nations League games so uh, we're not sure why that is uh, but that does move him down to just a possible candidate uh, for us also possible is uh, Joel Waterman um, Joel Waterman is uh, 20, I'm not sure if he's 27 or 26, but anyway, uh, around 26, and he's uh, new to the Canadian team since 2022, uh, just two caps for them and zero goals. He's with uh, CF Montreal in Canada uh, since 2020, and uh, he was called up for the World Cup squad. He was on the roster uh, but he saw no action there, and uh, that was the last time he appeared for the team. Our third uh, possible candidate is Kyle Hebert, and uh, he is 25 years old, but he's brand new to the squad uh, uh, since 2023, just one cap. So he earned his first uh, appearance on the bench in the first of those uh, CONCACAF Nations League games, and then subbed in for the second game against Honduras, so that... Uh, accounts for his cap, and uh, that makes him a possible candidate. Uh, moving on to the less likely ones, uh, we have Daniil Henry as uh, possible but unlikely. He last appeared uh, in November 2022, uh, and same with uh, Lucas McNaughton. So uh, the story there is they uh, had a couple of warm-up games before the World Cup, and the second last warm-up game, they seemed to use a whole host of players uh, uh, very, very much maybe players, uh, and a lot of them, that was the, the last game they played uh, for Canada, so maybe just giving them uh, one more look over before the World Cup um, there. Okay, well, the next uh, category is the left-backs, and uh, we have a likely candidate in Sam Adekube, uh, likely candidate. So Sam Adekube is, um, has been on the team since 2015 
and uh, I'm just trying to find his age here, is 28 years old and has 39 caps and one goal. And he plays for, uh, or he's on the roster of, uh, of, roster of uh, Hatchespor in Turkey since 2021. And I believe Hatchespor uh, is the town that had an earthquake in Turkey. Uh, but I don't think he was involved in that because he was on loan uh, to Galatasaray in, in, uh, also in Turkey. Um, but anyway, that's where he is. And uh, even though he didn't play in the 2019 or 2021 Gold Cups, uh, he did come uh, back uh, uh, to the team for the 2022 World Cup. He had actually played in the 2017 Gold Cup. In the uh, World Cup recently, he was just a sub, subbing into two games there. And he was also a sub for the uh, March 2023 games Um there. So Sam Adekube uh, seems to be fairly firmly established on the team, but just as a substitute. So we have him as a likely candidate. Uh, on the other hand, uh, uh, Raheem Edwards uh, is a possible but unlikely candidate. So we won't go into detail on him uh, unless his name emerges. Uh, and uh, same with Christian Gutierrez. Uh, Christian Gutierrez uh, last appeared for the national team in March 2022, so we have him as seemingly uh, off the squad. Moving to the right-back position, we have a definite candidate in Alistair Johnston. So uh, Alistair Johnston uh, uh, was a starter uh, for the 2021 Gold Cup and the 2022 World Cup, and uh, he actually received a, a red card uh, in one of the qualification games uh, last year. In 2022 but um, uh, yeah so he is a definite starter for the team he actually recently made a move to uh, Celtic in Scotland uh, he had been with uh, CF Montreal in Canada and with Nashville in the USA in 2020 and 21 uh, so that's a big move for him in 2023 moving to Scotland and he seems to be very popular there uh, the next candidate we have is at the possible level, and um, it is Dominic Zator. And uh, Dominic Zator is uh, 28 years old and still hasn't earned a cap for the national team. Um, he is with uh, a recent move also to uh, a European club, uh, but he is with Corona Kielce in Poland since 2023, having been with York United in Canada uh, before that. Uh, so yes, no caps for the national team. And he first appeared on the bench uh, way back in November 2019 uh, and then disappeared, but returned to the bench for both of their recent games in March 2023, the Nations League games. So kind of back in the picture uh, is Dominic Zakor. Oh, uh, I gotta get my graphics straight. The other uh, candidate we have is Zachary Bolt Guillard, and Zachary Bolt Guillard is a possible but unlikely candidate. Last appeared for the team in uh, just before the World Cup in that warm-up game in November 2022, uh, but he's kind of been in and out of the team. Uh, for Canada, but is more uh, on the outs here, having not appeared in the 2021 Gold Cup or the 2022 uh, World Cup. So that is it for defenders, and we move on to uh, midfielders. Uh, 
and we start with defensive midfielder uh, Stephen uh, Eustachio. So Stephen Eustachio joined the team uh, in 2019, joined Canada that is, and uh, he's 26 years old and he has 30 caps and three goals. And he got a big move uh, recently to, uh, well, not recently, last year. He was with uh, Pecos to Ferreira in Portugal, but moved up to the much bigger uh, Porto in Portugal and has been playing champion, uh, Champions League games for them. And uh, as far as Canada goes, he was a starter in the 2021 Gold Cup and in the 2022 uh, World Cup and also in both of their games uh, in March, the Nations League games. So a definite candidate there. Uh, Liam Fraser is a possible candidate. And I think we have, um, yeah, two possible candidates here. So Liam Fraser has been with Canada since uh, 2019 and um, he is 25 years old. Uh, and he has 15 caps and zero goals. So uh, he was with Toronto FC from 2018 to 21, but in 2022 moved for a small uh, moved to a smallish Belgian team called uh, Danes uh, Danza or Dines. Uh, I'm not actually familiar with the team. Well, Liam Fraser uh, was part of the 2021 Gold Cup and the 2022 World Cup, uh, but he uh, was just subbed in for the Gold Cup and didn't see any action in the World Cup. And in fact, that was the last time he appeared for the squad. So not called up in March uh, 2023. And that's why we kind of bumped him down to just a possible candidate. Also, uh, perhaps surprisingly, uh, a possible candidate is Atiba Hutchinson, uh, a real veteran uh, for the team. He's been on Canada's team since 2003, and uh, he's the captain. Uh, he's 40 years old. And uh, honestly, that's probably the biggest reason that we consider him uh, just a possible candidate. I personally thought, or I suppose many people thought he would retire after the World Cup. Um, uh, being 40 years old, uh, but he didn't. He was called up for the games in March and he subbed into both games. Uh, recently, I think during the World Cup, he earned his, uh, his Centurion cap. So now he's at 104 caps and has nine goals in that time. He should have 10. He crashed a header off the crossbar during the World Cup. Oh, it's so painful. Uh, anyway, 1983 and... Uh, is his birth year, and he's been with Besiktas in Turkey uh, since 2013, so coming up on 10 years uh, with them. So as mentioned, he was uh, involved in Gold Cups all the way, well, not all the way from 2003, actually, from 2013 to 17, he was kind of off the team and then uh, made a comeback for the 2019 Gold Cup. Um, but a bit of a talisman there uh, in the World Cup and apparently uh, is, is continuing on with that role. Um, next, we have Samuel Piet. And Samuel Piet would probably be a likely candidate uh, here because he's been such a stalwart on the team. Uh, but he's currently injured right now with a groin injury. So we'll have to uh, check on the progress of that. 
um, in June, and that'll be at the end of this podcast. We can, uh, in the second half, maybe provide an update on that. Uh, but Samuel Piet is uh, has been with Canada a long time, one of the one of the longest serving players since 2012, and he's 28 years old with uh, 67 caps uh, and uh, has not scored a goal. He's a very defensive-minded uh, midfielder. Uh, Samuel Piat's been with Montreal um, since uh, 2017. He went through the name change from Montreal Impact to CF Montreal and uh, has been on on uh, all the Gold Cup squads since 2013, actually. But uh, we're focusing on recent years. So uh, in 2021 Gold Cup, he was a sub. And in the 2022 Gold Cup, uh, World Cup, sorry, uh, he was on the roster but saw no action. And as mentioned, uh, he's injured, so wasn't available uh, for the March games in 2023. Um, okay, moving on to central midfielders. We have a definite candidate in uh, Ismail Kone. So he's increasingly working his way into the squad. Uh, he just joined in 2022, and uh, Kone is 20 years old right now. Um, and uh, he recently had a big move himself, like several players we've talked about. He was with Montreal in Canada, uh, but in 2023 moved to Watford in England. Uh, he was called up for the 2022 World Cup, where he subbed into uh, all three of their games. Uh, and then for the recent games, uh, CONCACAF Nations League games, he started both of those in March 2023. So as I said, increasingly working his way uh, into the team. We also have as a likely candidate, Mark Anthony Kay. Uh, so Mark Anthony Kay has been with Canada since 2017 and is 28 years old with 41 caps and two goals. And he's with Toronto FC in Canada uh, here. Uh, in the uh, Gold Cup in 2021, he was a starter, but he's kind of um, drifted a bit and, and become more of a substitute. Uh, he appeared only in one game of the World Cup where he was uh, actually did start that game but was subbed out at 60, but otherwise didn't appear uh, in the other two games. And i got to say he didn't play uh, that well in the World Cup. Um, as far as the recent games goes, he didn't start either of those, but he was subbed in for one of them and then on the bench for one other. So uh, kind of currently residing more as a substitute, uh, we nevertheless think he's likely to make the squad. And finally, we have a, a new name, uh, Victor Loturi, who we have as a possible candidate. Uh, Victor Loturi is uh, 22 years old, but he has yet to earn his first cap to Canada. And like so many, he's kind of recently taken a step up, step up in his club form. He was with Cavalry FC in, uh, in Calgary, Canada. That's not far from where we are here. Uh, but in 2022, he moved to Ross County uh, in Scotland. So um, his first appearance for Canada was on the bench in March 2022. So about a year, uh, a year and a bit ago. Um, uh, yes, but he uh, didn't play any of the um, 
uh, any of the games in March 2023 also on the bench for both of those. So maybe a, a young player working his way into the team here. Now, uh, this is a good opportunity to talk about the the uh, fogginess of the positions that we're using to organize these podcasts. Yes, uh, we did find the best way was to organize it according to position with the full knowledge that players change their position and, um, uh, you know, don't necessarily, uh, uh, won't necessarily show up in that position. Case in point uh, is Alfonso Davies. So we really don't know where to put him uh, uh in the Canadian podcast. Uh, he's a left back for Bayern Munich. That's the club he's with in Germany since 2019. But for Canada, he plays a more attacking role. So we we find him anywhere from uh, a winger to the middle of the park, usually at the attacking end for Canada, and sometimes as an out-and-out forward. But uh, he's coded as a left midfielder, and I kind of envision him uh, there, even though he does move around uh, quite a bit. Alfonso Davies is um, uh, uh, um, our best player, uh, no doubt. So he made an impression in the 2017 Gold Cup when he was just 17 years old. Um, so now he is 23 years old, uh, or is it 22? Uh, 22 years old. Uh, he has 40 caps and 13 goals. So in that 2017 uh, World uh, Gold Cup. He won the Golden Boot Award and Best Player uh, of Best Young Player of the Tournament. Uh, however, he was uh, um, I wouldn't say injured for the 2021 Gold Cup. It was more precautionary. Uh, he was selected for the final squad, of course, but um, uh, was decided not to play. So. Um, and he didn't decide not to play. Anyway, uh, his team decided, or whoever uh, decided not to risk playing him is really what it was about. But of course, we had him for the uh, 2022 Gold Cup, where he started and finished all three games and scored the fastest goal of the tournament. And he uh, started both of their games in March 2023. So he is fit and healthy, and we're very happy about that and we tentatively code him as a left midfielder. Also a bit tentative too is uh, our coding of Junior Hoylet because he moves around the field quite a bit too, but we've co we've got him as a left midfielder too. Uh, he's been on the team for a long, long time. Uh, we have a particular fondness for him because he played for Cardiff uh, in England where me and my brother grew up uh, in our young years. Um, and then 2021, he moved to Reading in England. That's where he is now. So he's been a part of the team uh, since 2015. And he, um, uh, sorry, Junior Hoylet is, let me see. Ah, I can't find his name. He is 33 years old uh, playing for Reading. And he actually um, was invited uh, to join Canada for the uh, 2011 Gold Cup. But I think at that time he was hoping to uh, get onto the England team. So he never actually joined until 2015 and his first tournament in 2017. And uh, basically, uh, basically a starter, but not always a starter. And uh, uh, in the World Cup, for example, he started games one and three. 
uh, and subbed into game two. So that seems to be uh, his role for Canada. Uh, but the last appearance uh, he had for Canada was the 2022 World Cup. So I'm a bit worried that he may uh, uh, have retired and maybe we can update that. I haven't heard anything definitive, uh, but we can maybe update that in the second half of the podcast that will be done about a month later from now. So Junior Hoylet. Uh, sorry, I put him in the definite category on the graphic, but actually we have him as a possible candidate uh, there. Uh, finally, we have one name as a left midfielder, Matthew uh, Chouanier, um, and he is, uh, yeah, we'll just put his name down because he's a possible but unlikely uh, candidate, actually a fairly new name. Uh, for me, even though he was on the preliminary squad for the 2021 Gold Cup. He didn't play in the World Cup in 2022, but he did play in that second-last warm-up game before the tournament. So he he is kind of in and around. Uh, We'll talk more about him if he's selected. Moving on to right midfielders, uh, we have David Wotherspoon uh, as a possible candidate. Uh, David Wotherspoon has been with Canada since 2018, and he's 33 years old. But in that time, uh, just 11 caps and one goal. Uh, He was with uh, St. Johnston in Scotland for a long time, for 10 years. Uh, But recently he was released, so now he's unattached. And... um, Uh, Even though he was with Canada since 2018, his first tournament was the World Cup in 2022, uh, and he was uh, just subbed in for one game there, and that is his last appearance for the national team. So a possible candidate, David Wotherspoon. That's the only player we have uh, coded as a right midfielder. So um, we move on to left wingers, and there we have uh, Jaden Nelson, uh, Jaden Nelson is uh, has been with the team since 2020. We have him as a possible candidate here. Uh, he has four caps and one goal, um, and uh, he plays uh, another player who's actually recently made a uh, a move, uh, a step upwards. So he was with Toronto FC in Canada, and uh, he moved to Rosenberg in Norway. And uh, he's 21 years old. Uh, Sorry, no, 20 years old. So he hasn't had his birthday yet. Uh, 20 years old. He was a consideration in 2021 for the Gold Cup, uh, making the preliminary squad. But he neither made that team nor the 2022 uh, World Cup team. uh, And he last appeared uh, for Canada in November 2022. So again just uh, in a warm-up game before the World Cup. So uh, we have him as a possible candidate, but maybe uh, even a touch lower than that, but not as low as possible, but unlikely. Uh, Like the next candidate, Jacob Schaffelberg, Uh, we do have him as possible, but unlikely. He also last appeared in November uh, 2022, and he plays for Nashville. But we just thought Jaden Nelson uh, might have a better chance Uh, being uh, about 10 years younger and also making that move to Rosenberg uh, in Norway. Anyway, we'll see in the second half of the podcast how accurate our thinking is. Moving on to right-wingers, Tejon Buchanan. 
Uh, he's one of several players they kind of found during the uh, uh, qualification, which was quite interesting, qualification for the 2021 uh, Gold Cup. And uh, Connor and I have been critical on this podcast uh, about uh, how qualification is done in CONCACAF. In this case, they, uh, I think it was the top five teams qualified automatically. And then good teams like Panama and Canada uh, had to go through a qualification. But in fact, uh, they seem to benefit from it because uh, in the case of Canada, this is where we found, or this is where players like Tejon Buchanan and a few good players uh, uh, first appeared. And we kind of seemed to find them through that qualification system. So uh, in the end, we were glad that we had to uh, undergo it, even though it's, it was a little bit unfair. Um, for, for five teams to be granted automatic qualification. Okay, I'll get off my little podium here and, and get on with it. So Dejan Buchanan uh, has been with Canada since 2021, but in that time he's amassed 31 caps and four goals. So he's quickly become a starter. Um, and uh, he is just 24 years old. And he also made a, a move uh, this was in 2021, so a couple of years ago. Uh, he was with New England Revolution, and he uh, earned a move to Club Bruges in Belgium uh, since 2021. So like uh, St Stephen Ostakio, he's played a couple of championship uh, or Champions League games and immediately worked his way in as a starter to Canada at uh, the first tournament in the 2021 Gold Cup and in the 2022 World Cup. Uh, as far as the two recent games, he started one of them in March 2023 and he subbed into the other, but usually he's a starter. Uh, secondly, also maybe um, people will find it an odd coding, but Richie Larea, we've coded as a right winger here, but he's another player who's all over the field. Uh, sometimes he's coded as a left back uh, as well. So uh, he's probably second uh, or, or second behind Sam Adekugde or maybe even uh, fairly even with him as a starting left back. But he starts all over the field, so it's hard to say with Richie Larea, but generally a starter. Uh, another one of those players uh, found during the qualification uh, for the, uh, I believe he was found during the qualification for the 2021 uh, Gold Cup, but I do see he's been on the team since 2019, so uh, maybe he joined a little bit earlier. Uh, he's 28 years old, and he has 39 caps and one goal, and he also earned a move to a bigger club. He was with Toronto FC in Canada uh, from 2018 to 21, and then he earned a move to uh, um, Nottingham Forest in England, who were promoted to the Premier League. I think he moved before they were promoted. And uh, if you know the Premier League, you'll know that Nottingham Forest kind of went mad buying all sorts of players, uh, far too many players. And so uh, Richard Larea, Richie Larea didn't really make the cut and he was loaned back to Toronto. But he's still on their roster and they survived in the Premier League this time. So we really hope that... Um, uh, that he'll play for them in the Premier League uh, next year. Meanwhile, he's uh, playing for Canada uh, in the uh, 2021 Gold Cup and 2022 World Cup, uh, not starting every game, but uh, starting most of them. And uh, 
similarly, in the recent games, he started one of the two and subbed in for the other one. So we have him uh, as a definite candidate. But honestly, he probably uh, um, won't be the starting right winger, but will start somewhere else on the field. Uh, as some of the Canadian players move around. Uh, we have the, just those two candidates as right-wingers, coded as right-wingers. So we move on to the forward line and uh, first attacking midfielders. So we have just one there, and it's definite candidate uh, Jonathan Osorio. So in my mind, um, kind of like Samuel Piet, uh, but even more so a reliable substitute, but he starts more games uh, than Piet does, but I see him kind of as a as a, a substitute who's almost certain to come on uh, at around 60 minutes. So uh, Jonathan Osorio um, has uh, been with Canada since 2013, and he has 63 caps and uh, eight goals, and he's 30 years old now, and he's really a stalwart of Toronto FC in Canada, actually uh, just passed his 10-year mark uh, with them and uh, has been with Canada for, for equally as long. So uh, in terms of recent uh, uh, showings, he uh, was basically a starter in the 2021 Gold Cup, but a substitute in the 2022 uh, World Cup. And in the recent games in March 2023, he started both of those. So uh, still starting for Canada, uh, Jonathan Osorio a long-serving um, player for Canada. Uh, we don't have any players coded as secondary strikers, but we have a whole bunch of forwards. Uh, so probably some of these forwards will play uh, as attacking midfielders. Uh, so we begin with two definite candidates, Jonathan David, the first of these. Uh, so Jonathan David uh, has been with Canada since 2018, but like Alphonse Davies, uh, he started very young. He got his first cap when he was 18 uh, years old, and he's uh, 23 years old now, with 41 caps and an impressive 24 goals, so that's over 50%. And uh, he's playing for Lille in France uh, since 2020. So uh, for Canada, he's uh, he's been with us since the 2019 Gold Cup. He actually didn't appear or, or wasn't selected for the 2021 uh, Gold Cup. Uh, and uh, kind of like um, Alphonse Davies there, uh, he wasn't badly injured. It was just kind of a prudent uh, decision to not have him play Um the, uh, as far as Canada goes, they thought the World Cup qualifiers were a bigger priority, so they wanted him to be healthy for that. Uh, he did, though, uh, uh, start the first two games in the World Cup 2022, uh, but he didn't, uh, the third game, he was sub, uh, subbed in to that one. In the recent games, uh, CONCACAF Nations League games, he started both of those, though, and I do see him uh, as a starter uh, though perhaps not every game. Uh, also, as a definite candidate, we have Kyle Lahren. So Kyle Lahren uh, has been with the team for a long time, since 2014, and he has 60 caps and 28 goals, so uh, just under 50%. And Kyle Lahren is 28 years old, and uh, together with Tejon Buchanan, he plays for Club Bruges uh, in Belgium. Uh, 
since 2022, but he was loaned to Real Valladolid in Spain uh, in 2023 uh, there. So Kyle Lahren actually got off to a bit of a slow start with Canada. There was a lot of kind of promise, uh, uh, promise about his name and stuff, and he didn't really deliver. Uh, but he started to uh, come into form for Canada uh, around the 2019 or definitely the 2020-21 Gold Cup. And in the recent World Cup, he was a substitute for game one, but he gained a starting position for the uh, following two games. And also in the recent CONCACAF Nations League games in March, he was a starter in both of those. So we have Kyle Lahren as a definite candidate. Uh, we have five candidates for um, uh, at the possible level. Canada never so blessed with forwards as they are now. And we'll start with uh, the most familiar name, Lucas Cavallini. Oh, Lucas Cavallini uh, uh, has been with Canada since 2012, and he's 30 years old now. And uh, he has 36 caps and 16 goals, so uh, not too far under 50% himself. He's with Tijuana in Mexico. That's a recent move, um, although he had played in Mexico uh, in the past. Uh, but uh, he moved to Tijuana from uh, Vancouver Whitecaps, where he was for a couple of years. And uh, Lucas Cavallini has been, uh, uh, even though 2012 was his first cap, his first tournament was the Gold Cup in 2017. And he's been in all of the tournaments since. In the 2022 World Cup, uh, he only appeared in one game as a substitute. Uh, there and actually that is his last appearance uh, for the national team so not called up for the CONCACAF Nations League games in March and that's why we have him just as a possible candidate uh, here. Uh, another possible candidate Ayo uh, uh, Akinola. Uh, Ayo Akinola is 23 years old and he's been with Canada since 2021 and has four caps. He actually has uh, uh, has one cap with the USA, that was a friendly, so he was able to move. He's uh, with Toronto FC in Canada since 2018. And his first tournament was the 2021 Gold Cup. Uh, however, he wasn't selected for the 2022 World Cup, uh, but that's because of injury. Uh, that was because of a cruciate ligament injury. So it's hard to say, uh, I think he was one of the players kind of on the edge of being selected. Uh, had he been healthy, um, so it's hard to say if he would have made the squad. Uh, but he returned um, from his injury, um, but he didn't uh, appear in the March 2023 game. So, uh, as I mentioned, for me, it's a bit—he's uh, uh, a bit on the fringes of the squad here. So we have him as a possible candidate. Our third of five possible candidate is Charles Andreas Brin. And uh, Charles Ambeas Brim is 24 years old, and he's been with Canada just since 2022, but has earned eight caps and one goal uh, in that time. So he's never uh, made it to a tournament, uh, never selected for a tournament. He was on the preliminary squad for the 2021 Gold Cup. And... Um, but in the recent games, he uh, was subbed in for one of the games and on the bench for the other. So he is kind of in and around. We have him as a possible candidate. That is Charles Andreas Brim. Uh, 
the fourth one is uh, Liam Miller. So Liam Miller is uh, has been with Canada since 2018, and uh, um, he has 17 caps and zero goals. Uh, he's 23 years old, and uh, Liam Miller was uh, with Liverpool in England from 2019 to 2020 uh, to 2021. But he was really mostly loaned out when he was at Liverpool, and uh, in 2021 he moved to Basel in Switzerland. So that's where he is now. And uh, he was part of the 2019 Gold Cup, but didn't make the cut for 2021. Uh, but he was selected for the 2022 World Cup. Um, but he only came in uh, as a sub for about 10 minutes in one of the games. And that was his last appearance for Canada. Uh, so we have him as a possible candidate. And our last possible candidate is E.K. Ugbo. Uh, E.K. Ugbo has been with Canada since 2021 and has earned eight caps. Uh, he's 24 years old. Uh, uh, he is a forward, but he doesn't have any goals for Canada. And he is with Troyes, a respectable club in France, since 2022. And he was with Genk in Belgium before that. I think uh, another Canadian player also played for Genk in Belgium. Uh, he was also with Chelsea in England from 2017 to 21, but I don't think he got any caps for Chelsea. Uh, so he was selected for the World Cup in 2022, but he was on the roster but saw no action on the bench for all three games. And that was his last appearance for Canada. So not called up for those Nations League games in March. And um, so Ike Ugbo, uh, the last of our five possible candidates and I think I forgot to uh, put um, one of the players on the graphic Charles Andreas Brim so a lot to choose from for Canada there and uh, we have more candidates yet but in the possible but unlikely ca category and uh, possible but unlikely is uh, Theo Corbineau uh, Theo Corbineau although he's with Wolverhampton uh, in England I think he was uh, mostly loaned out to other teams there. And then uh, we have one candidate who seems to be off the team now, even though uh, he's not that old. I think he's just 29 or 30 years old. Uh, Tesho Akindeli. Um, uh, he hasn't appeared for Canada since the 2021 uh, Gold Cup, uh, which he was, uh, which he was uh, on the team for. And uh, Tesho Akindeli um, may have retired from soccer uh, completely, I think, because uh, uh, he last played for Orlando City in 2022. So um, maybe uh, retired rather than unattached, as I thought when I started talking about him. Uh, okay, and I see I've messed up all of my graphics. So just going to fix that up before I sign off here and uh, the next time you'll hear me which will be about one second after I stop here uh, will be in June it'll be a month later where we're going to go over this squad and see which ones actually made it so I will see you immediately all right well welcome back to part two of the podcast or the media cast we are now in june so the uh, preliminary and final roster has been produced 
And I'm just going to summarize what we did in part one because we're making a, a short version of this with just part two. So in part one, uh, we made a list of the candidates uh, available to Canada and we categorized them in, uh, in terms of likelihood of reaching the squad. So we're going to reproduce that list here. Uh, or not reproduce it. We're going to show that list here and then uh, go through the players who made the preliminary and final roster. So uh, it turns out to be a partial B team for Canada. I'm a bit upset about that because I thought with the USA and possibly Mexico sending a B team uh, that Canada would have a good chance to win it. But uh, there are several reasons that manager uh, John Herdman gave for leaving some of the best players off. Some of the best ones remain though, and we'll see as we go through. Uh, one of the reasons was that some players, even though they were playing in the um, Nations League finals there a couple of days ago, uh, were carrying injuries in that tournament. So um, particularly Alphonse Davies, but we'll, we'll specify what we know for each player as we go through. Um, another reason given was that some players are negotiating new contracts, so um, uh, are off the team in order to do that. And generally, uh, some players need rest. Uh, the World Cup was in December this year, thanks for that, FIFA, and uh, uh, need, you know, need rest having played a big tournament. Uh, already as well as the season. Also, the Gold Cup is every two years. So we've seen over the past few years, uh, some of the bigger teams sending B team squads to the Gold Cup. So uh, not really a shock. Anyway, Canada produced a 56 man uh, preliminary squad and later cut that to uh, 23 players. So we'll uh, go through the players and see who made it. So of course, uh, the manager hasn't changed. So John Herdman, uh, we'll, we'll view him as reaching the squad. And if you're looking at the graphics, I'm going to uh, highlight the ones who made the final squad in green and the ones who made the preliminary squad in blue and the ones who didn't uh, make the preliminary squad will just leave the way they were. So let's move on to uh, goalkeepers. And uh, we had uh, Milan Borjan as a definite goalkeeper. So um, he did make the squad. So one of the uh, kind of starters that uh, was brought to the to the cup. Um, likely candidate uh, Dane St. Clair uh, also made the squad. And uh, the possible candidate Tom McGill uh, also made the squad. So we had possible but unlikely uh, James Pantimus and uh, Thomas Hassel. Uh, neither, no, Thomas Hassel actually did make the preliminary squad there. James Pantamus did not. And uh, Jason Lutweiler, who uh, seemed to be off the squad, is indeed off the squad. He was not on the preliminary squad. And then we had uh, flagged Maxime Crepeau as a, an injured candidate. And actually, he did make the preliminary squad uh, there, but he was injured with a fractured tibia. Um, there and is obviously not fit to uh, join the squad for the cup. So Milan Borjan, Dane St. Clair and Tom McGill, the uh, goalkeepers for the 2023 Gold Cup. Uh, moving on to central defenders, we had uh, Scott Kennedy as a definite candidate. Again, we won't review 
our thinking behind that, but that's all in part one. And he uh, did make the squad. Um, we had two likely candidates, Derek Cornelius and Stephen Vittoria. So uh, Stephen Vittoria, a starter for the team, did make the squad. Derek Cornelius, uh, just a uh, preliminary squad there, not making the final squad. Uh, moving on to possible candidates. Well, Kamal Miller is a starter, but we had him at the possible level. and uh, But he did make the squad. Um, no surprise, to be honest. Um, Joe Waterman, um, we had as a... Uh, oh, well, these are all likely candidates. Uh, Joe Waterman and uh, Kyle Hebert uh, both made the preliminary squad. They were our possible candidates. And we had uh, two possible but unlikely candidates in uh, Daniil Henry and in Lucas McNaughton. And both of them made the preliminary squad, but not the final squad. Uh, also, uh, we have two players who are new uh, added to the squad here. So uh, the first of them uh, uh, is um, uh, Moise uh, Bombito. So because he's new, I will give a little information on him. He was named to the preliminary squad despite... Uh, no, he actually did appear on the bench for both of the Nations League final games. Uh, didn't start any, but on the bench for both. And uh, he doesn't have any caps then for Canada and is 22 years old and plays for Colorado Rapids in the USA, kind of halfway between their, uh, their first and second team there, Moise uh, Bombito. And we also have uh, Zach McGraw, who is 26 years old, and he also doesn't have any um, caps for the squad and was named to the preliminary squad despite never having even appeared on the bench. Uh, he is with the Portland Timbers in the United States since 2020. So Moise Bombito and Zach McGraw both named to the final squad. All right, at left back, we had a uh, no definite candidates and then one likely candidate in Sam Adekube. And Sam Adekube uh, has reached the uh, squad. Uh, so again, we're well, he's not quite a starter for Canada, kind of a, a sometime starter, but I'm definitely happy to have him uh, here. No bias, by the way, I'm being completely objective. Uh, that's not true. Okay, well, we have uh, we had one player who seemed to be off the squad in Christian Gutierrez, and he is off the squad, not named to the preliminary squad. Uh, and we had one possible but unlikely candidate in Raheem Edwards, and he was named to the preliminary squad, but not the final squad. Over at right back, uh, we have a big loss for Canada in Alistair Johnson. Um, uh, Alistair Johnson was named as one of the players kind of carrying an injury in the Nations League final games there. He also played in the World Cup, so uh, he was just named to the preliminary squad, but sadly not to the final squad. Uh, we had a possible candidate with Dominic Zator. Uh, Dominic Zator did make the final squad as did our possible but unlikely candidate, uh, Zachary Brault-Giard, um, making the final squad. He kind of was the uh, 
uh, backup for Alistair Johnson um, at least some of the time. Uh, he was in the 2019 Gold Cup. So uh, I think Alistair Johnson missing uh, makes way for, uh, makes a bit more room for him. And um, for Dominic Zator, although Dominic Zator seems a little ahead of him at this point. Okay, uh, in the midfield, uh, we move on to the midfield and with defensive midfielders. And I'm delighted to say that uh, Stephen Astakio uh, will be on the squad for the 2023 Gold Cup. Uh, and we had two possible candidates with uh, Fraser Liam and Atiba Hutchinson. Uh, both of these players just named to the preliminary squad. I'm a bit surprised about uh, Liam Fraser. Did I say Fraser Liam? Liam Fraser. Um, uh, a bit surprised that he didn't make it, but um, Atiba Hutchinson had actually announced that the uh, Nations League final game would be his final game. So uh, he was named to the preliminary squad. Uh, probably way ahead of time, just in case. If you're not named to the preliminary squad, you can't uh, be part of the final squad. So just to keep that door open, he was probably named. Uh, but he has announced that that was his final game. Uh, meanwhile, we have Samuel Piet, the uh, kind of consistent um, sub in this position. However, he is injured. Uh, we did report that in the first uh, part, uh, out with a groin injury. And uh, that seems to have extended uh, to now, so uh, not selected. He's been part of uh, every Gold Cup since 2013, so um, I'm a bit sad to be missing him. Uh, but Samuel Piet on the injured list. Uh, moving on to central midfielders, uh, Ismail Kone was our definite candidate there, uh, but he uh, only made the preliminary squad, and... Um, I didn't hear specifically uh, what reason uh, was given for him uh, not being on the squad. I'm a bit surprised because I think he, he started the Nations League final games, but he wasn't the starter in the World Cup. I kind of expected him to be here, but no, uh, he is not. Uh, Mark Anthony K2, not called up for those Nations League final games, but I kind of expected him to uh, make the squad, especially if some of the starters are missing. But he's not. He's just on the preliminary squad, Mark Anthony Kay. Uh, the one who did make it was our possible candidate, Victor Loturi. So Victor Loturi um, making it to the final squad there. Uh, very new to Canada. He doesn't have any caps for them. Uh, okay, well, the uh, biggest player on Canada is Alfonso Davies, uh, and um, many Canadians will know the news that he is not on the squad. Uh, he was carrying an injury, actually, for the last couple of months uh, with Bayern Munich there, so he was just used as a substitute uh, in the first um, uh, Nations League game there against Panama. didn't stop him from scoring a goal. But uh, I think it was widely expected that he wouldn't be uh, selected for the squad. Uh, however, Junior Hoylet is uh, on the squad. So the veteran uh, will, um, will be in the midfield there. Um, we're not really going to get into starters uh, here. But um, 
you know, the, the number of players missing might mean that Junior Hoylet will be a starter. Uh, we do have a new uh, a new player here, and it's uh, Ahmed Ali uh, appointed to the team. Uh, Ahmed Ali um, had never appeared even as a substitute before being named to the preliminary squad. Uh, so he has no caps for Canada, and he uh, is with the Vancouver Whitecaps uh, since 2023. Um just 22 years old is Ahmed Ali. However, he was listed uh, as injured with a concussion, and I'm not sure how recent that is. A concussion is probably not uh, a very long-term thing. I don't know if it'll affect uh, his participation in this cup, uh, but nevertheless, he is on the roster, Ahmed Ali. Uh, moving over to the right midfield, we have David Wotherspoon. We had him as a possible candidate. In fact, the only player coded as a right midfielder for Canada, and he does make the squad. And on the left wing, uh, also uh, the highest level candidate we had was at the portable level, and uh, Jaden Nelson is who that was, and he did not make the squad. Just on the preliminary squad, David Nelson. Instead, our possible but unlikely candidate, David Schaffelberg, uh, did make the squad. On the right wing is Tejon Buchanan. Uh, and sadly, he is not part of the squad, named to the preliminary squad, uh, but not for the final squad. And uh, I'm not sure, I didn't hear specifically what the reason was for him. It could have been any of the ones that we gave above. Uh, but my brother did tell me that he was uh, also in con uh, contract negotiations. So that might be the reason uh, for him. But I didn't get confirmation on that. Uh, however, uh, we have uh, Richard Laria, Richie Laria, and I'm happy to say that he will be on the squad. Always working hard for Canada is Richie Laria. Uh, Larea, I've heard it pronounced. And um, um, yes, anyway, Richie Larea. Uh, moving on to the forward section, then we have uh, Jonathan Osorio, uh, the staple for Canada, who will be on the squad. Uh, even though he was uh, part of the World Cup, he was just a substitute there. And actually, if if uh, you go back to part one, you'll kind of see a certain logic to hear. Uh, a lot of the starters are missing, uh, but if they were a substitute or not involved in the World Cup, it seemed to uh, improve their chances. That's why I'm a bit surprised Ismail Kone uh, wasn't selected. Uh, where is my Kyle Laren? Okay. Uh, I don't know why I have Kyle Laren as a attacking midfielder here. I'm going to move him uh, to the forward line. Uh, we had uh, Kyle Laren as a definite uh, as a forward, along with Jonathan David. Uh, so I'll start with Jonathan David. He is uh, a player engaged in contract negotiations, so is not selected for this squad, sadly. And also Kyle Laren, just on the preliminary squad, both of them, uh, so we'll be looking at some new names on the forward line. Um, uh, one of those new names uh, will not be Io Akinola. He was only uh, named to the preliminary squad. Um, but Lucas Cavallini is now probably the starting forward uh, named to the squad. And then uh, most of the other names are kind of players we don't see that much. So we have... Liam Miller, all of these were possible from 
Lucas Cavallini, um, Io Akinola, and Liam Miller here, a possible candidate, uh, making the squad. And also uh, Charles Anderson, uh, Charles Andreas Brim, a player whose name I've heard a lot, but actually haven't seen that much. Uh, I'll probably see him in this cup because he's on the squad. And our final possible candidate was uh, E.K. Ukbo, and he just made the preliminary squad, but not the final squad. We have Theo Corbino as a possible but unlikely candidate, and uh, he turned out to be named to the preliminary squad, but not the final squad. And finally, uh, we have a new candidate here, uh, or a new, yeah, somebody just added to the squad uh, in Russell Rowe. Uh, sorry, it's Jason Russell Rowe. And uh, he uh, also had never been uh, on the bench even for Canada before being named to the preliminary squad. Uh, but he's 21 years old and plays for Columbus uh, Crew uh, in in the USA, I think sometimes between their, their first and second team. And he was with Toronto FC uh, before that, but never got above the second team uh, for them. But he is very young, so um, has time. Okay, and we'll finish up here just by summarizing some of the information. So the biggest news being that uh, Canada has brought a partial B team here, some of their biggest names off the squad, but some of their big names making the squad. And uh, we'll just go over some of the uh, notable non-selections first. So uh, first we have uh, central defender uh, Derek Cornelius. We had considered him a likely candidate. Not a huge surprise there, but he was only named to the preliminary squad and not the final squad. Uh, right back, Alistair Johnson, uh, just named to the preliminary squad. Uh, a surprise there, but we heard he was carrying an injury. Um, for defensive midfielders, again, not a huge surprise. Uh, with uh, Liam Fraser, I did think he would make it. He was at the possible level for us, but didn't make the squad. Uh, I thought, especially with the openings uh, of some players not being there, he would make it. And uh, Atiba Hutchinson, the, but those in the know knew that the uh, Nations League uh, final was would be the last game for him, he had said so. Uh, in the central midfield, uh, I'm very surprised that uh, uh, Ismail Kone is there, and I didn't hear a specific reason why he wasn't. And uh, Mark Anthony Kay, so we had Ismail Kone as definite and Mark Anthony Kay as likely. Uh, both of those only made the preliminary squad. Left midfielder, of course, Alfonso Davies, uh, not making the squad, but he had been carrying an injury. And right winger, uh, our definite candidate, Tay John Buchanan, apparently in uh, contract negotiations. And finally, uh, two forwards who didn't make it, uh, Jonathan David and Kyle Laren. Uh, all of these players named to the preliminary squad, but that doesn't mean much. Uh, it just meant they wanted to keep them available in case they could come um, it's not that they uh, uh, didn't make the cut, as it were. Okay, now we look at a few surprise inclusions. So not many here, actually, for Canada. Uh, right back, um, Zachary Brogiard. Uh, uh, we had him as possible, but unlikely. Uh, but he did make the squad, uh, probably because of the absence of uh, Alistair Johnson there. Uh, and then in the midfield, um, we have a 
uh, a left winger, uh, uh, Jacob Schaffelberg. We had him as possible, uh, uh, but unlikely. But he made it ahead of our possible candidate, Jaden Nelson, uh, who only made the preliminary squad. So. Um, uh, a couple of surprise inclusions. Well, uh, the new players that I'm going to go over may be surprise inclusions too. So we have two new central defenders uh, being tried out, and that is Moise Bombito and Zach McGraw. These guys might not actually even get onto the field, but they are on the roster. We have left midfielder Ahmed Ali with a bit of an asterisk uh, beside him because uh, uh, of a concussion uh, kind of injury warning he might be over that by the time the cup begins or uh, into the cup anyway and a new forward in jacob russell Rowe, and uh, we do have a, a lot of names and i will only give the names uh, of players who were on the uh, um on the preliminary squad and didn't make the final squad but fans of canada might be interested uh, as some of these players may be upcoming so i was aware of three of these guys in the soccer files i had information on them and then uh five or six of them were were brand new names to me so first one is uh forward daniel jebison named to the preliminary squad all of these guys uh luca coliosho luca coliosho uh, a left winger and uh, right winger Ryan Raposo, uh, all familiar to me. Um, well, not familiar to me, but names I had heard before. And then several names that uh, came out of the blue, and I'll just name them Akiel Cambridge, Deandra Kerr, uh, Jackiel Marshall Rutti, uh, Aidan Morris, Luca Petroso, Sean Ria and Jonathan Sirios, uh, all named for the preliminary squad. So we may see them uh, in the future. And finally, an update on injuries. So Maxine Crepo probably would have been the backup keeper, and he was named to the preliminary squad, but um, that fractured tibia um, uh, causing, uh, preventing him from being in this cup. Uh, the other one uh, is Samuel Piet. The uh, sturdy midfielder, uh, defensive midfielder, um, and he is out with a groin injury. And then we mentioned uh, Ahmed Ali, uh, listed as a concussion, but uh, maybe over that uh, during the cup. And that is it. So uh, good luck, Canada team, and uh, we will see you in our next media cast. Bye bye.